The weirdest thing. Oh, hey, morning studio. Morning. morning. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm dealing with doctor stuff over here. So, I went to the doctor like three weeks or so ago. I have just crazy digestion issues, and I'm like, for years I eat food and it just sits in me, never goes away. It like camps out, it just hangs out. That's summer vacation. And so I tell them the story like, well, after analysis, you have IBS, which I was like, IBS is that itchy bowel syndrome? I don't. It doesn't itch. And they're like, no, that's not what it means. It's irritable. So you're just messed up. There's something not happening in your body. And I'm like, okay. Well, they give me this medicine called Linzess. And they're like, be careful, though. When you first start taking it, it's going to be like a a volcano. By the way, good morning. Hope breakfast is going great. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting to a point here. And they give me this bag of samples. I walk out and they're like, try these. There's some samples they sent up. So there's this thing called a portal. And in my email, you just log into your portal at the doctor and you send a message and it comes back to you. And I say, hey, I got some samples from you guys. I need a real prescription now because this stuff's working pretty good for me. And then the, the message is like, we don't know anything about those samples. How'd you get those samples? We can't prescribe you that. What? And I, write, and I write back to them. I said, did I miss something here? I literally walked in, had an appointment. You gave me this, this medicine in a bag and I walked out. Maybe like, they have you confused with somebody else. With uh, probably another 90-year-old guy walking your, in there. Your portal is mixed up. Yeah, no. And so I'm, it's... Dealing no. with that right now, and I need my medicine. I need my medicine. You should probably call them up and don't mess with that portal anymore. Well, yeah. I would call. Here's the thing, too. Like, I hit my dog because, you know, we're starting to, who knows when we're going to have kids. Next couple of years, probably. I just want to make sure I'm healthy. So I hit up my doctor, and I was like, hey, I'd like to get, just get some a check. I want to get a physical, get testosterone checked. I want to make sure that everything's working fine. And so I make a little joke because I know my doctor a little bit. The nurse got the message. It wasn't even the doctor. <laughs> and she replies back and she's like, well, I'll get this to the doctor. And I'm like, you weren't supposed to read that. Oh, no. What would you funny. say? It doesn't matter. Oh, oh boy. It was, something, it was something like, hey, hey you're trying to maybe think about it. Maybe so. You know, so. Okay. Like, you know. <laughs> and so the nurse is like, oh, I'll pass this message along. Just pass it along. Don't tell me you read it. Humiliating. So now, who knows who's reading my portal? Yeah, just call. I feel I feel better. I I had an OBGYN appointment, had a bunch of tests done, and like the portal gave me my results, and I'm like, I still want to talk. I want to hear a person tell me my results. I like the portal. I like it. So I called. But it it, it just annoying me as I come on the air today. Is everybody good? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. man, we're good. Amy, <laughs> better than you, I think. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I need my medicine. <laughs> Amy, you're good? Yeah. Yeah. The thing about that medicine, I got to time it right. Oh, uh, because the volcano can erupt at any minute. Yeah, because I got like, like three and a half hours. Yeah. It's like this message will self-destruct in 60 <laughs> seconds. I know in three and a half hours, I need to be in a safe space, at least for a little bit. But it's getting, it's getting a little better. I uh, hope everybody's good. Tomorrow's going to be pretty exciting because in studio to perform is Three Doors Down. Ooh. Now, Morgan, I'm coming to you again. Do you know who Three Doors Down <laughs> is? Yes, I do. I mean, they're a rock band, right? They were a rock band that crossed over heavily in the 2000s, like had massive hits. Do you know the song Kryptonite? Here, it's the song. Yeah, you're singing along, you know that one. Yeah, I know that one. Okay, do you know, I'm here without you, baby. I'm here without you, baby. You know that one? Absolutely know that one. Okay, they're going to do that one too. What else we have up there, Ray? Anything else? Be like that, loser. Do be like that. I can be like that. I'll do anything. Anything? Familiar, not. I can't sing that one. 
Well, they're going to be in tomorrow, so that's pretty exciting for me. It is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I recently swiped right on a guy on an online dating app. He seemed to have interesting answers, but what caught my eye was a picture with you, so I knew he was a fan. We would have that in common. We talked for a while, and the texting conversation was good. We finally met, and he was nothing like his pictures. I try to keep my pictures pretty recent, one very recent, and nothing older than two years. How about like his or five to eight years old? I was not physically attracted to him. He did pay for dinner. That was very nice of him. How do I let him down gently, and more importantly, let him know he should update his dating app pictures? Thanks for the help. Signed, Anonymous. First of all, he might be listening now. He's using a picture of me and his ass. Attaboy. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, well, let's bring in the expert. You know how on Pawn Stars, he goes and he gets an expert and he brings in an expert to talk, actually talk to the person about the Star Wars, <laughs> yeah. you know, lightsaber, if it's real or not. Uh, we're bringing in Morgan number two for this one. Morgan number two has someone who spent a lot of time on the dating apps. You've heard the story. Uh, what is your rule about pictures and how old they should be? Oh, man. I mean, not over a year old. Unless, like, you really haven't changed in the last three years, I think you can use older ones, but not a year old for sure. Did you ever meet anyone who had really old or outdated pictures? I did, and they definitely changed some. I mean, not enough that it was like a catfish and I was like, it it wasn't too bad. But I have had friends that have gone on dates and they're like, that is not the same person. How does she gently let him down? I think she just, I think she... Say what you're going to say. I, I think she just kind of ignores the fact that it's pictures because there's not a nice way of saying you don't look like your photos. <laughs> there really isn't. But is there, does she even need to let him down? Is yeah, my I mean, she went out with him. Had they not like met up or anything and they just FaceTime, I think you can kind of just disappear. But they have gone out once. So I think she needs to text and be like, hey, I'm just not feeling it. Like, you're really great, but it's not for me. Should she go at him and go, hey, Hope your day's good, just not feeling it. Or should she wait for him to message her and then be like, hey, I'm glad you messaged as a response. Then does she say it? Yes, and just kind of like let down easy. Because I would imagine he'd reach out and be like, hey, let's go out again if he was feeling it. Yeah. And then at that point, she could be like, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not feeling it. You know, you're really great. Just not for me. And then what if he sends her a Venmo request for dinner to be paid back? Oh, my. <laughs> that does happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay, so there you have it, Anonymous. You let him down easy through text. You don't have to do it on the phone, right? No, text message is fine. It's one date. Okay. And don't tell him anything about the pictures. Yeah, no. I think just let it let it go. Let it's him not, figure that out. <laughs> yeah, it's not her responsibility. Well, let me say this. If you're listening, guy, I, I'm telling you right now, why put up pictures where you look like Mr. Stud if you show up and you look like Mr. Dud? Because no one's going to like it. Like, you got to be real or everyone's going to be disappointed. And who wants to show up and have people be disappointed mm-hmm. at what you look like? I would put up quite, I'd put a picture of me looking worse. Yeah, I was going to ask, is that a, like a good technique to no, do? No, because then Obviously. no one clicks the pictures. Oh, yeah, good call. You gotta <laughs> get a, <laughs> You'll never get a date. Got it, got it. You got to kind of find the best version of you to put up. What do you agree? Yeah, you need to show like your different characteristics in your photos. Maybe you're sporty or if you're... You know, you like to go on adventures. Whatever it is, show your personality in the photos. I would say treat your photo gallery like the Spice Girls. Sporty Spice. <laughs> Scary Spice. Scary. You know, you have all these yeah. different, you know, Spice with a dog, Morning holding spice. a fish. <laughs> what do you think about shirtless pictures, Morgan, number two? Mm, they're not bad if they're not taking a selfie. If somebody took the photo of them and they're just like chilling, fine. If they're taking a mirror selfie with a shirtless 
going on? No. Hard well, pass. Why? It just shows a lot of vain narcissism. Mm-hmm. It's a very obvious thing that you guys are probably not going to get along if you, unless you like somebody who's very, you know, about themselves. Okay. There you go. Morgan number two, thanks for your expertise. Yeah. Let's close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. You can email us at any point. Morgan, what is that email address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Woman donated a kidney to her husband's ex-wife right after the wedding. Oh, wow. That is generous. Wow. Mm. Two days after marrying her longtime love, Debbie Neal Strickland donated her kidney to the ex-wife of the man she just married. Dang. It, this is multi, right? This is this is two layers for me. One, the relationship with an ex, with your husband's ex has got to be weird. Just in general. Are there kids involved? He was married to them. And it, it's just weird, right? Regardless of the situation, it's never just uh, fruity. Right. There's probably some awkwardness, yes. And there's always some sort of baggage there. Two, to give anybody a kidney is nuts. That's a big deal in and, itself. And, and I say that in the most beautiful way. Just to think, oh, I have to give part of my body. I'm giving part of my body to somebody. But you're going to give it to somebody that traditionally you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> so Strickland's husband, Jim, had been divorced for a long time from his ex-wife. And she was like, yeah, I, I, they were in good terms. So she gave her a kidney when she found out they matched. And I think to myself, who would I give a kidney to? Well, and would I just, if I knew I matched somebody and I was their only match, even if I wasn't that close to them, give them a kidney? I don't know. Really? Any of us in the room? I mean, I mean I'm talking. No, no, that's not what I said. said any, I'm any, saying if if, if somebody was like a salesperson here oh. that I've only met a couple times, and I knew that I was their only match, oh. like I have, I have a tough decision to make, and I would like to think I would do the right thing, but you're going and you're cutting out a kidney, and I love the lines to be like, oh, I'm the greatest guy ever. Of course, I'll give you a kidney. Breaking Bobby Bones, can you give a kidney? Right. I was just thinking that could be an episode. But <laughs> the ultimate. I don't know. I don't know. And so, but then it comes to, you know, who close to you would you for sure give a kidney to? And there's probably four or five people in my whole life that I would for sure give a kidney to. But I don't know. I need to talk to doctors and see how safe it is to give a kidney. (laughs) Lots of questions. Because there's also every day there's a tell me something good. Jim gives his kidney to Kate. Uh-huh. Kate takes that same kidney, trades it in for an NFT. That NFT ends up making her... T- <laughs> so it's it's just a lot of kidney tr- trading. Then you read about stories of people getting, you know, held in a bathroom and getting their kidney cut out. And then Wait, they put them wake in up ice. in a bathtub full of ice. Really? You see all the stories? No. <laughs> we don't no, know I missed for all sure this. if they're real, but black market organs are real. Wild that she gave her husband's ex-wife her kidney. Mm-hmm. Wild that she gave somebody a kidney. Shout out to her. They sound like a bunch of mature people. Yeah, I ain't that mature. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of consultations with mental health, with uh, doctors. But that's it. Debbie Neil Strickland. Pretty cool. I just wanted to share that story because I thought it was so cool. What about you? W- w- would I give my kidney to someone? Just yeah, I know for sure to people that I know that I'm friends with or family with. But yeah, I would have to think about if I would to a stranger because otherwise, why haven't I responded to sometimes I see news articles of people needing a kidney, but I don't get, I don't go get tested. I think you just feel, you feel, if I feel called to do it in one moment, then maybe I will. It depends. I feel like how some of these people that respond to a billboard or someone holding a sign, like they, 
they feel it inside of them that maybe that's part of their calling. And I think they I'm do a bad it. person. You're not a bad person. I'm going to tell you why. If you have other calling. If somebody's holding a sign up on the side of the road, mm-hmm. they go like they're on the corner. I'm driving up, and they're like, "I need your kidney." I'm not looking at them in the eye. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Right? Like, because that's not. <laughs> you look down. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, all of a sudden, I'm trying to tie my shoe while I'm driving. But you're not a bad person. I feel like I'm a good person except for this situation. Well, where it makes me nervous. There are two things I get nervous about: having to give a kidney, and then when I fly, it bumps. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. I don't like bumps when I fly. I fly every day, and if we hit a bump, I think we're dead. A little bit of turbulence, I grab like it's gonna save me. I grab both right. sides of the seat, <laughs> right. like that's gonna do anything. Yeah, that's gonna do we nothing. hit a little turbulence, and I'm like, oh, I, I grab because obviously, if I'm more stable base on that plane, it's gonna keep it from crashing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <sighs> what about liver though? You'd pass that out because it'll regenerate. Yep. Yeah, uh, you want who needs a piece of liver? Yeah. <laughs> but you're good with one kidney, right? You are, but I That's think you set yourself up for, down the line, you may encounter some problems. And I'm sure we are so uneducated on what we're talking about right now. <laughs> oh, very. You know we have experts listening. That That's are what like, we do, man. Up. But I feel like from what I know, kidney would be tough. I think I would do it. Let me give you a little, well, I think I can. Yeah. I think I can. I think I can. What else could I donate? I get blood. I get blood. I'm fine. I don't like oh, needles, sure. but I get yeah. blood. I'm fine. And... Liver, I for sure could do it because it's a part of it. I bet you I have the A plus liver. I've never had a drink of alcohol. I bet you my liver's in there. Just, oh yeah, my liver's in there doing push ups right now. <laughs> it's working out. Bobby Bones, the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's thirty second skinny. Shania Twain is working on new music. She shared that she's in the studio now and on a mission to make her best album ever. She plans to release the album before Christmas this year. Dylan Scott talked about people using his song Nobody for their first dance song at weddings. I think it's really cool because, I mean, as a writer of the song, I mean, that's kind of what you want. You want people to connect with it and uh, the fact they want to use it for their first dance on their wedding on such a special day. That means a lot to me. Florida Georgia Line is about to head out on their I Love My Country tour. And Tyler Hubbard talked about being excited to get back on the road. Just excited to get back on the road. A lot of that is dreaming about what's the next show going to look like. How are we going to bring an element of excitement that hadn't been done before and done differently and re-inspiring and a show that creates a bunch of moments. But it'll be a lot of fun. We're excited and we love touring. That's also in our blood. So we've definitely missed it and really, really excited to get back out, do some big shows and connect with our fans. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Graduating from college is a big achievement, but it leaves a lot of folks with a lot of student debt. So one community college in Northern California took care of that burden for their spring class of 2021. They have forgiven all remaining student debt for the May 2021 graduates. Wow. More than 60 students received an email from the college's foundation with the good news that all the debt's been cleared. About 85% of the school students are low or middle income. All that debt forgiveness allowed a lot of them to graduate. That is crazy. Which, who on the show, maybe it was Lunchbox, you're three hours short. Three hours short. And a, and a ticket? Parking ticket? Well, I, I, I told you guys parking tickets for a long time. That's why I didn't have it, but it was really just that I didn't finish my degree. That's what it was. He lied and said he didn't get his diploma <laughs> because of parking tickets. We're but like, I, okay, well, we'll cover those for you. He's like, oh, uh, I was one class short. Yeah, but I did have student loans, and the loan company did say like $4,000, they just sent me a letter and said, hey, don't worry about paying this. Why do you think that is? 
Uh, I don't. I mean, maybe because I paid all my, I paid the minimum every time for like eight years, and so they were like, "Man, this dude never misses a payment. We're gonna like give him something." He's already paid over, probably yeah. with the interest. Maybe, or maybe they were like, "Dang, he didn't even get a degree. Let's just cut him some slack." They're watching. They felt bad for. Him. They're watching his credits. <laughs> all right, uh, that's what it's all about, right there. That was tell me something good. It is time for the generational quiz show. Known as Elder versus Millennial. It's Eddie the oldest, Morgan number two the youngest. Let's meet our competitors. Up first, he's a dad of four. I call him the Hispanic who don't panic. His kids call him daddy. Last week, he served as my caddy. It's <laughs> producer Eddie. Yeah! His opponent, she runs our digital. She's five foot zero and drives a big Jeep. And she has a side hustle making magazines about sheep. <laughs> it's Morgan number two. <laughs> For those wondering, Morgan, what am I referencing there? Oh, I, I do. I design a magazine that's about Hampshires, which is sheep. And I just, you know, I help them sell their sheep. Different farmers across the U.S. Arkansas, Wisconsin, they're everywhere. What's a sheep go for? Like a really good sheep? Like over a thousand bucks. For one sheep? Wow. Yeah. And then what, because I heard some sheep in Montana in an episode of Breaking Bobby Bones coming up, but I think maybe it's a different, like what, why would people buy a sheep? Um, well, I think it's similar to like cows and farming, like they do different things. Some do it for wool, some do it for the meat, different processes. Um, but I think that's really what it is. They buy and sell them just like you would cows, kind of. Have you ever gotten attached to one as you're loading up in the magazine and you're like, I need that sheep? Well, <laughs> the the guy who, who hired me for this job, he named a baby lamb after me. <laughs> I got really excited, but I don't think that lamb is around anymore. Oh. Chop. Yeah, I, I don't think he's here anymore. But his name was Morgan for a while. So well, there she is, our, our favorite sheep magazine editor, Morgan number two. <laughs> All right, hit me with that. Let's go. Three questions. Eddie, I'll give you three questions that Morgan will know the answer to. All right, come on. Leighton Meester. What? Leighton Meester is best known for her starring role as Blair on what TV show? Leighton Meester? Leighton Meester. What is how? I've never heard of that person in my life. Um, TV show, let's go with um, um, Game of Thrones. Incorrect. Morgan, you can steal if you know who Leighton Meester is and what show she was on. That is XOXO, Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl is correct. Yeah, okay. Eddie, Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. Here's a clip. It's being compared to a rock song from 2007 called Misery Business. Who sings Misery Business? Kelly Clarkson. Incorrect. Morgan, who sings this song? We'll play it again from from, uh, Misery Business is the name of it. Offended. It's Paramore. It's Paramore. That's oh, right. damn. They Bailey. do kind of sound alike, huh? Yeah, a lot. Can I hear good for you again? And then play Misery Business. That first one, is that driver's license girl? Yeah. Okay. I mean, similar, but I ain't suing over it. But I do hear similarities. Okay, Eddie. Yeah. So far, you're over for 2. I know. This three-letter word gained popularity with being the catchphrase in the online multiplayer game Among Us. It means 
given the impression that something is questionable or dishonest. What is it? Good thing my boys play Among Us. That is sus. That's correct. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. Hey, that guy's sus. Nice job. Sound the same coming out of his mouth. Why? (laughs) Sounds weird. (laughs) How do you say it? Sus. I don't know. It just sounds weird coming out of your mouth. (laughs) Eddie, you got. uh, Eddie's got one point. Yeah, proud. Morgan number two's got two points. Which, by the way, she won the first game last week. Mm -hmm. All right, Morgan, we're coming to you with questions. Now, we'll do music for you as well. On this day in 1982, this band released their hit song, Eye of the Tiger, tiger. which was also the theme song for Rocky III. Name the band that sings Eye of the Tiger. Survivor. (gasps) Wow! (laughs) I'm shocked right now. Wow. How did you know that? I love Rocky. Dang, dang. Okay, here we go. Next up. Nanu Nanu is the catchphrase of Mork and Mindy. What famous comedic actor played Mork? And here's a clip of Nanu Nanu. Nanu Nanu. You ever heard Nanu Nanu? Nanu Nanu. In your whole life, you haven't heard Nanu Nanu? No, maybe my dad said it at some point. He didn't grab his ear? Nanu Nanu. He go, Nanu Nanu. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Famous actor. If you get this, you win. Yeah, and I'm not feeling confident. Let me say um, it again. Nanu, nanu. <laughs> nanu, nanu. <laughs> Doesn't help, no matter how many times you say it. Um, Chris Farley? No, that's a solid guess. A little before Chris Farley. Eddie? Give me Robin Williams. Correct. <sighs> nanu, nanu, nanu. Nanu, nanu. <laughs> nanu, nanu. <laughs> All right, here we go. Come on. Straight Up and Rush Rush are two songs. Here is Straight Up. And Rush Rush, there's the second song. Rush, rush, hurry, hurry, lover, come to me. Who sang these songs for the win? I don't know. Oh, wow. It feels like a a pop girl group, but that does not sound like Spice Girls. So maybe the only other one that was like really before my time was TLC. TLC. Incorrect. Eddie, you you can tie this if you know who sings Straight Up and Rush Rush. I will tie the game bones with Paula Abdul. Correct. That is correct. All right, uh, let's go to tiebreaker. Okay. Eddie, you get three questions. That's it. No chance to steal from Morgan. Let's see how many you get. What was the name of the CW TV show about the lives of two sisters, Val, played by Jenny Garth, and her teenage sister, Holly, played by Amanda Bynes? Jenny Garth? CW? Um, which is a Waverly place? Incorrect. You can't steal. Would you have known that, Morgan? Is it 90210? It's what I like about you. Oh, yeah, Jenny no. Garth after that. Uh, Eddie, what are the first names of the two Sprouse brothers? Jimmy and Ben. <laughs> no, Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Okay, no. No clue. Okay. This is basically another word for lying. It can be used like no blank, or you can say stop blanking. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I just saw this word. You can get this one. It's pretty used pretty regularly now. Gosh, hold this on. It's basically on. another word for lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh it's like it's like bull bull, but it's not that. No. It's um <laughs> Oh my gosh, what is it? It's like cusp or casp. Um casting. 
Oh no, I, I don't know it. Uh, it cast, cast, cast. No, Incorrect. I'm so close. What is it? Do you know it? Is it front? No. No. Oh. Is it no cap? It's cap. cap. Yeah, oh, it's cap. oh, it's so close. It's cap. No. Morgan, all you have to do is get one of the okay. tiebreakers and you win this. Dang okay, it. One. Whose catchphrase is I pity the fool? I pity the fool. Pity the fool. Was it the grandfather? <laughs> the grand. The what? The, the grandfather. <laughs> grandfather of what? The movie. I don't know. The, the what? Godfather. <laughs> The Godfather. That's what I was trying That's to say. That's incorrect. Can you imagine if he was in The Godfather? <laughs> it is Mr. T. Mr. T, right. Big Rocky fan over here. Oh. Who was in Rocky Three? Yeah. yeah. Coincidentally. I missed that one. Mm-hmm. Glow was a popular women's wrestling organization that began in 1986 and has continued in various forms even after it left television. What does Glow stand for? General ladies of wrestling. I got nothing. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Oh, oh so, so close. close. One word. And finally, if you don't get this, it ends up in a tie. <laughs> what color was the running man in the AOL logo? Yellow! That is correct. Woo! <laughs> so dumb. What? Dang it, I can't believe she got that. <laughs> there you go. Morgan Woo! number two is our winner. And there she has it. Two victories. She's up two to zero, Eddie. It's not good. Not good. Not a good showing by me. Not a good showing. <laughs> Let's go over and talk to Faith, who is in North Carolina, as we are getting closer and closer to Eddie's walk from West Virginia to Tennessee. Faith, what would you like to say? Oh, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. I just I need to make you this offer, whether you accept it or not. Um, I have a Coachman Nova. Okay. So it's just the size of a van. It's very easy to drive and park. It's not like a big, huge RV. It has a refrigerator. It has a bathroom. It has air conditioning. It has a stove. I think if Eddie were to get tired in the middle of the day, he needed a place to rest. He needed some AC. It's like a camper? It's a camper. I mean. And first of all, you, very kind of you, right? Very kind. But are you going to drive it? Or is Eddie, <laughs> like, how? how is it going to get to where Eddie is? We would have to figure out a way to meet. It is my only vehicle, so. We're not, no, okay. No, 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 no. We are so appreciative of you offering this. However, we, we, we're not going to let you do that. Right, right. that that's so nice, so nice of you. And thank you. And I wish Eddie had a, something like this because you could just keep walking then. Right. Because right now you're going to have to strategically find hotels. That's, but I, mean, I like that too, though, because it's a goal. That's like something like I have to get there. I can't stop. I have no choice to stop because if I do stop, I won't sleep at a hotel. So I like that kind of pressure. Hey, Sco- uh, Scuba Steve, will you come to the microphone? Yeah, what's up? So, Raymond, hit me with the drum roll, please, because what I'm wondering is if we've decided on when Eddie is going to start his walk from West Virginia to Tennessee, just like the George Strait song, Carrying yes. Your Love With Me. So our plan is to start on Sunday evening on the 20th. On June 20th, yeah. Sunday evening, mm-hmm. Father's Day. I mean, that's oh, how, appropriate. Right. how appropriate is that? <laughs> Let me leave my family. <laughs> and two and fathers walk. hang out together. Did you guys not know that? <laughs> no, we didn't I, think no, about I didn't that. Even, I didn't uh-uh. even know that. Okay, so Father's Day, <laughs> June 20th, you're going to drive to West Virginia. Uh-huh. Yes, we're driving straight from Nashville to West Virginia. And then you're walking all the way back. We start the walk. And how do you start that Sunday walking, or do you sleep Sunday and walk Monday? No, I think we hit the ground running, Yeah, Steve. we do it. Yeah, we go for it. Eddie's been training. He's ready. I saw Eddie on a treadmill the other day. He would walk almost six miles. Yes. And how's your feet? How's I ended up doing seven. So, I mean, my feet are good. They're better. I, I feel like every single time I do it, I hurt less the next day. So that is good. I'm shooting for maybe nine today, so I'm slowly trying wow. to get up the, the mileage. Okay. 
June 20th, Eddie starts his walk from West Virginia to Tennessee. <laughs> you, the listener, you, you put all your money together and made $50,000 yeah. for National Angels, a charity that has to do with foster kids. Eddie has two foster kids. So we made it happen, and now he's going to do it. With a backpack full of heart suckers passing right, them along. Because right. that's the love you're carrying. That's, I'm carrying the love in a backpack, and I will pass it out to people. Exciting. Woo! I wonder if George Strait is going to hear about this. Does he hear about this? I mean, like, I don't know. He? Maybe it's kind of crazy that you're actually playing out a lyric from his song. Maybe he Does like, George want to walk with me? Maybe. <laughs> no. Probably not. But he may, I would think if you do it, we may could get him to call in. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know because he doesn't do any interviews. Yeah, but this is special. But nobody's though. ever done this before. You're right. You're right. Well, uh, thank you, Faith, for the really, really nice call. Very offer. sweet. And we may have considered it until she was like, well, it's my only vehicle. We're like, oh, I don't want to take. And then you got to put us on the insurance. Right, it's a whole right, thing. Right. It's a whole thing. But we really appreciate that. Come in early in the morning, and I look down, and there's just all these voicemails, and I, I bring them and try to play some of them back for you. For example, we got this one last night. Morning, studio. I am driving to work, and it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and I am listening to the podcast where you talk about the cicadas. Well, I'm completely grossed out trying to eat my breakfast, and then I hit a possum. So <laughs> my day has started off great. I hope you all have a better one than I do. Thanks. Love the show. Hey. The possum's got the worst day yeah, here. Ah, he's fine. Thing. They never die. Uh, hey, so Scuba Steve, let me ask you a question. I know we ordered some chocolate-covered cicadas. Yeah. Do we think they'll be in by Monday? Supposed to be here by today or Friday. So hopefully it comes this week. If not, then Monday. Okay, so on Monday's show, we'll eat the chocolate-covered cicadas. We're doing it. Okay. Oh. So we're going to spin the wheel. Someone's doing Someone's it. Someone's doing it. Okay. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. So have you ever heard of Accelarousal? Uh-huh. I know, I know. That word is often associated with other things, but it really, arousal just means that you've caused your body stress. Okay. Excel arousal is road rage. It's what it's called. I and- like saying road rage better. I'm just going to say it now. I don't, like <laughs> yeah. saying, I don't like saying the other that one. That other word's not good. Uh-uh. Well, psychologists at the University of Houston are saying that excel arousal is genetic, and you may have inherited this from your parents. And Eddie... He's like a hat. He has this. He has Excel arousal. Wow. I don't like saying that. Yeah, and he, yeah. he could get triggered by small things such as even hitting brakes for a red light. That can like trigger him to get all. Well, aroused. I think that, that road rage. <laughs> <laughs> I think road rage is probably just part of a temper, right? Because Eddie does say he's the nicest, kindest, greatest guy to hang out with. But even when he gets mad at home, he goes and he breaks stuff in the garage. Yeah. Right? Like you have a point yeah. to where you snap. What but kind I, of arousal is that? A broom arousal. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say that what's passed to you genetically is probably the temper traits of your mom or dad or a combination of. Probably. Do either one of them have a snap temper? That would be my father. Yes. Would he get road rage? Uh, yes. Okay. yes. Yes. So it's probably that. <laughs> then instead of this word? Ro- yeah, well, no. I'm just saying he- that road rage is a part of something bigger okay. that your dad had. Well, so then Amy's partially right. I mean, it's part of our genetics. Me Ab- and oh, my absolutely. Family. I think it is. Okay. I just don't like the, the, the word. <laughs> like Excel arousal. All right, what else? So a new study found that kids, little kids, that is, ask at least 73 questions a day, which is a lot. Oh. And I know that, you know, we've got some parents on here, Eddie and Lunchbox, and it is kind of crazy how many questions your kids can ask. And a lot of times it's just why. Why? 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 I mean, that's a question. And I have seen multiple places, so I thought I'd just pass this along to other parents if they haven't heard it. But oftentimes you can just throw it back on your kid and say, well, you tell me why. And that's really what they want. And that'll help stop the whys. 
And there's research behind why that is. So, why? <laughs> well, we because it causes them to think and then they give themselves the answer right. and then they feel less likely to say why. I do that sometimes with you guys, honestly. You do. Really? Mm-hmm. You do, You do, don't you? Mm-hmm. We say why and you say, well, you tell me why. Well, yeah, what do you think that is? You tell me. I hate that <laughs> test. And I'm always like, oh, I'm so much better. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> All right, so this is what Bobby has in common with Dolly Parton. She says that she always wears... Makeup to bed. I don't wear makeup. Well, yes, you do. Not always. I, <laughs> I, I stopped real quick because here's <laughs> here's what I do. If they do have to make me fancy for something, a show or an event, I don't like to wash it off because it does look good. I don't put it on for no reason, but I like to have two days wear out of, and you have to pay for that. I'm like, if I got to pay somebody to make my hair look good and put stuff on my face, I want to have two days worth. Is that what Dolly says too? Well, she said that you never know if there's going to be an earthquake or a tornado or a storm, and she has to go out in the middle of the night, and <laughs> she, she wants to look good. <laughs> and then she said she doesn't like to just go home and completely tear down because her husband has to look at her. So there I you guess have it's it. a whole process for her. But yeah, it doesn't surprise me that Dolly wears makeup to bed. And then I, just so you know. Oh, oh there's more. Well, no, I, just so you know, too. Like, I can always tell if you had something the night before. When you come in. Like, good. You look good. Nice. Like, you're extra attractive <laughs> to me that day. <laughs> He's still got his makeup on. All right, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this woman reunited with her biological mom 56 years later. So what happened was the mom got pregnant at 16. The dad of the baby was in the military. It just wasn't the right time. So the mom opted for adoption. And this woman was raised by a great family. But then she got curious. So one year for Christmas, she asked for an Ancestry.com kit. And then, boom, found her birth mother. Wow. And uh, here's a clip of the mom saying that she always, always wondered what her daughter was doing. I've always wondered where she is, where she was and how she was doing. Um, I would have gotten, given anything to find her. But I didn't feel that was right of me since I let her be adopted at birth. Wow. Crazy. I mean, I bet that's so emotional in so many ways. From both of them. Mm-hmm. Just good, bad, beautiful, sad. I mean, I can't. I know. It, also, too, it's such a, it's a story of hope, too, that the daughter, she got curious. It's something she always wanted, and she went for it. Because, you know, the mom wanted it, too, but she didn't she didn't want to cross that boundary. Mm-hmm. So I love that it worked out for Man, her anyway. That makes me a little, little emo here. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the phone is Eric, who lives in Tennessee. Um, I wanted to tell Eddie uh, I made a mistake with my children on uh, keeping them from computers and technology and all of that. And then they started school and ended up failing classes because they didn't know how to use any of the technology. (laughs) So I had to learn the hard way on this. Uh, Maybe monitor them a little bit while you're teaching them. Eddie's been big on. He's not letting his kids get on social media. That's the, that's it. It's not technology. It's the social media. It's the internet. The Google anything in the world kind the of Google, thing. Google people. Are you okay over when there? you Google? I mean, you think about it. Your phone. The the internet. No, I'm just saying you, how you said it. The, the Google. The Google. You can Google <laughs> anything, and that's dangerous. You can. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's not even that you're restricting your kids. It's how long you're restricting them. For example, your 13 year old mm-hmm. not able to really get on anything. You're going to let him get a Facebook or an Instagram at what age? 18. 
Okay, so he can vote and get on social media correct. at the same time. I think that's all synonymous, yes. Is that correct? Did I use that the right way? <laughs> so yeah, Synonymous debate is synonym, so I would say they're this. Okay, okay. Eric, uh, what do you think about that? Is going to make his kid wait till 18 to get on social media? I think he's, he's saying that right now, but in a year or two, I think he's going to go away from that. Um, okay, hey, Eric, thank you for that. Um, Amy, you, your kids, your daughter, did she get a deal? No, Instagram? no, I mean, she's no. And a lot of her friends have it, but she doesn't press me on it. So I'm not. So she's probably using it secretly. Then. But she uses your TikTok account, right? Yeah. Okay. I let her be on my TikTok yeah. with me. So, yeah, she does have access to certain things, but she no, she's not. How's she going to use it? She doesn't have a phone to put Instagram she? on. Hey, I have a cousin who's been in prison and keeps her phones in all the time. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm pretty sure if you're not keeps her I'm not saying phones. I'm just saying you can hide. There's always a way to get <laughs> the phones. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. Now my 14 year old has enough to like, she's went, she went to the store, bought an iPhone. Now she pays for the monthly hey, bill. Hey, she hustles. She sells snacks. She does. She'll take snacks from home, put them in little baggies, take them to school and sell them. Yeah. Because she doesn't pay for the snacks at home. But you know what? She makes that profit at school, doesn't she? The other day, she offered to braid a girl's hair for cheesy pretzels, and she got it. Wow. <laughs> I was like, where'd you get these pretzels? Braided her hair. That <laughs> she, could be gateway. Now she trades yeah. for food. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's go over to Amy. It is time for the investigative corny, where we have to guess the answer to the morning corny. Let's go. The morning corny. What do beekeepers put in their swag bags? What do beekeepers put in their swag bags? Okay. So my mind went straight to honey, right? Yeah. Swag bags. Honey. So, swag bags, Bones, that's like uh, gifts. when you go to an event or something, they give you free like, stuff. Yeah. Free stuff. Honey, honey hole. Honeycomb. Honeycomb. Honey. What do mm. beekeepers put in their swag bags? Swag will be free stuff. Yeah. It's honeycomb. stuff Bee- we all get. I think that's what swag stands for. Uh-huh. Beeswax. Oh, oh, really? It's an really? acronym? I never knew that. Me stuff either. That's mind get. blown. What? No way. That's, that's what swag amazing. No way. <laughs> stuff we all no get. Wow. I thought that, that's what I meant. I don't know. I've always you're thought probably that. dead that's, on. Yeah. Okay. okay. Hold on, guys. We're wasting time on the joke. Yeah, yeah, right, right. That's, Amy, ask the joke again. Uh, okay. What do beekeepers put in their swag bags? What do beekeepers stuff we all get put um, in their swag bags? Um, 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 what do beekeepers put in their swag bags? Bees. Sting. Honey. It's gotta be honey. Honey something, right? Honeysuckle. No, it's not. Honey combs. Honey. What do beekeepers put in their swag bags? Mm, don't you have a friend that's a beekeeper? Well, Scotty was for like yeah. three months. <laughs> Did y'all see Angelina Jolie took that? We're trying to not right now. Get the answer. Stop distracting. We're not even close. I'll tell you later. Honey. Beekeeper. Um, what about hood? Wait, what? Cover. What do beekeepers put in their swag bags? Beekeepers put in their swag bags. Maybe it's just bee. Free stuff. Swag. What? Free stuff. Free, free honey. Free the bee. Time. God, what? You are so close. You're giving up. Free honey. Free honey. Honey. Free Willy. Free Willy. Free Willy. (laughs) It's free stuff in the swag bag, right? And they're beekeepers. Okay. Okay, so hit it. it. I feel like this went 10 different directions. The morning corny. What do beekeepers put in their swag bags? What? Freebies. <laughs> Freebies. Dang. We were right around oh. that. Okay. Yes. And did y'all see that oh, Angelina boy, Jolie was doing some <laughs> photo shoot with bees and mm-hmm. there was all these bees and she didn't get stung once? Yeah. It, they were doing like Save the Bees campaign. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. The bees were all landing on her. She didn't get stung one time. I don't. I think they only sting when they're scared. Yeah, I know. So she stayed still and cool and confident. Yeah. But still, that's 
That's crazy. That's hard. I saw this story about how all these, these, these they found these honeycombs and there were blue and green little bobs of honey in the honeycombs. And the, the scientists went from the beekeepers to the scientists. They couldn't figure out what was happening, why the honey was turning blue, green, brown. They like they'd never seen this anywhere before. Turns out there was an M&M plant nearby and the bees were going over and they had M&M, like the food, the coloring. The food coloring? And they would put it back that's in That's hilarious. It. Oh. That's what it was, M&M's. Isn't that crazy? That's yeah. like that. All right, there you go. That's the corny. We, we were terrible at that. They do this group class at my gym, so I go and it's it's not boxing. It's a boxing gym, but there's a, like a side workout class. And so there's like 12 people and it's called like F-Series and you're lifting weights and you're running and it's just like a, a cardio. I don't know. It sucks, but it's really, really difficult and good for me. And so I go and I do it and it's eight women, four men, and I'm sizing up the group immediately because you're you're kind of going for time as well. And this is how I hurt myself because I was talking about this recently. Like, I compete. I will blow out a shoulder before I finish second or third. And so it's it's not a healthy place for me. But I go and there's one guy. And I, I look at him. He's my main competition. I can tell. He doesn't know I exist. But I know. He, this this is the guy. Like, he's not competing against no, you. But he's also like competing. 24. He's ripped. <laughs> oh. He's in a t-shirt that says, like, such and such track. I mean, he you can tell he's a real-life athlete. And so... We do the first half, and it's mostly like bench press and lifting and stuff before it gets to the heavy cardio. And I'm like, all right, I'm just waiting until we compete against each other. And on the outside stuff, we go outside, he takes his shirt off, and he has like 13 abs. I think he has three pecs. <laughs> it's, not, it's not possible. It's just yeah. crazy okay. how ripped up this guy is. And I'm like, all right. Like, this, like Toby Keith once said, I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as, as I've I ever been. Was. was. Close. Yeah. As good as I once was. <laughs> I got a few years on. And I felt this way because, again, I'm not as good as I once was, but one time I can give it to you. Uh. Like, I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm going to sell out. I'm going to beat this, this kid and beat his butt. And uh, so they're like, all right, you're doing burpees into 50 push-ups into, and then run two blocks. And so I'm like, go. So they start, and it's like four sets. And I do the first one, and he's got me by a little bit. And I'm like, all right, and I'm watching him, and, he, and all the girls are just staring at him, like, uh, and I'm in like an oversized T-shirt, mismatched <laughs> shoes, the whole thing. And so we're running, and I'm just barely behind. And it comes to that fourth and final set, and I'm like, this is where I got to turn it on. Come on. And so it do the push-ups, and he takes off. He's like three steps ahead of me, and I take off, and I'm hurting. I'm looking at my Apple Watch. I got a smartwatch now, so I'm looking at it, monitoring <laughs> and stuff. And I see him, and he starts to pull away. But you know what I do? Uh. Let him because I couldn't catch him. Oh, I know, no. I know, I couldn't do it. I second. I couldn't. I gave everything I had. I thought you were gonna. What did you say? Stick it to him. I tried to. I tried to be his butt. Dang and it. so, but do, what? But you said you let him. Well, well, I couldn't. I didn't have it. Mm. I I tried to put it into that that gear, and when I did that. It just wasn't there. Yeah, so I don't know that that's you letting him. Well, I, I let up. How about that? Yeah. You let up. I let up because for the first time, I was yeah. like, I can't keep I can't keep up. And he beat me by 16 seconds. Dang. I finished second out of 12, and he beat my butt. And then he didn't acknowledge, like, hey, man, good job. Oh, no? No. Cause, it's because he didn't realize that you were competing. He didn't, he didn't know I was trying to kill myself. He's <laughs> yeah. probably just Sunday strolling it. But I had a little humble pie because I was like, I'm taking this kid down. So I'm not as good once as I ever was. I'm just still pretty good. good. Yeah. Was. That was my day yesterday. Anything dramatic happened to you yesterday? No. <laughs> no, I didn't have any competition with younger people. Then I just stewed about it all day. And I was like, I guess So I'm- now do you think you'll train uh, to beat this guy? I just think I'm not as good as I once yeah, yeah, was yeah. in regard. And I'm going to hurt myself. Yeah, let it go.
I have to let it go. And also, I finished second out of 12. Not, Not bad. bad. I beat the other two dudes. I beat their butts. Yeah. Did you tell them? No. Well, how old were those guys? What do they look like? No, they were, everybody was younger than I was. Okay, so good. Yeah. You still got a little bit. Back in my prime. <laughs> All right, so tell the show what you're doing with your kids. Well, I saw this somewhere else and thought, this is genius. And pretty much you have your kids speak to your home devices uh, as they would if they were talking to a human using proper manners. So, like, if my daughter's asking Alexa to play a song or something, I now say, you need to ask her and say, please. And then if she plays it, you say, thank you. And you do proper manners with the box because then that helps them continue their manners with humans. Eddie, you, you had some weird eyes when she was saying that. I was processing it, and I think I love it. Oh, okay. Thank you. I, I think I love it because this is a perfect time for them to practice these manners. I've tried the Mr. and Mrs. That's not working in my house. Like, that's Mr. You know, Bones to you, and they just, it doesn't stick. But I like the thank you and you're welcome and yes, sir, or whatever, but yeah. How receptive have they been to it? Yeah, not so much but because they think <laughs> it's ridiculous because it's not a real person. But I'm like, but do you understand like why it's helpful? Because it get it helps keep you in that pattern of saying it. And you talk to these devices a l- sometimes more than you do a human, especially now that it's summertime and they're not going to be in, in school. And I just, I just felt like summertime was a great time to start using our manners with AI. You know, what's weird is I will still, because I was trained to say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. You still do it? I do, especially if I'm like I go to, you know, Go to the Southwest Airlines ticket, and I'm like, "Hey, she's like, we well, need this." I'm like, "Yes, ma'am." It's it strikes people if they're not from the South in yeah. a really weird way. So that is uh, sometimes like a, a, a little issue. And secondly, if they're younger than me, if I don't know them, if I don't know how old they are, I'm just like, "Yes, ma'am." Yes, no, ma'am. and they're like, "Huh? Hey, <laughs> aren't you <Old> like 40?" <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird, but I have been trained to my my grandma. If I ever said, "Yeah." I had slapped him back in the head. I know. That's how I was raised, too. And so it is, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, to somebody in a position of authority. If it's like Eddie. You haven't called me sir I ever, haven't, nor so. will I ever. <laughs> Were you yes, sir, no, sir? Uh, yes. My my parents didn't require, require it, so it, I wish they would have more so because then I would be better at it. Well, but it's as weird I now as an adult, though, yeah. that I still do that. I, I say that not, not like, look at me, look at how good my manners are. But sometimes I'm like... Like, so would you like to sit in six feet? Yes, ma'am. What the? Yeah. How would you say? So it's, it's maybe I should drop it now. No, I think it's okay to have it. It's a good quality. It's something I developed later and I'm glad that I did. And also too, we've crossed into that age group where I get these young kids telling me, yes, ma'am. And I'm like, oh, okay. But I just have to embrace it because they're using their manners. And yes, I'm a, I'm 40. I'm officially like, yes, ma'am. You've been a ma'am for like 15 years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he like says you. Thank okay. you. Yeah, no, I mean, Morgan's a ma'am to kids and she's 26, 27. Don't put that on me yet. I'm are, not there you yet. Are a man. You are. You're a ma'am <laughs> yeah. to a 12-year-old for sure. Man, but these 21-year-olds, they look 12. I saw a kid driving the other day I and know. I thought, what? I was about to call the cops on a kid that yeah. I saw driving. I'm like, no way he's 16. Right. No way. But that's it. We've Please call that. the cops, Eddie, on a kid. <laughs> we've I'm hit sure he that, was. that mark, that line. We've crossed over to the side where kids just look so young. It happens and we're there. Yeah, I, I don't, I guess I don't really experience that. I guess because I'm so young, youthful. Yeah, right. <laughs> totally. Yeah. You know you do. <laughs> hey, tomorrow at this time, Three Doors Down will be on. They're going to come in and play. And if I could be like that, I would do anything.
Jim Freeman was going to pick up his to-go order at Pasta House in Missouri, and he got there, and he said, picking up his order, and he turned around the restaurant, and he looked, and he was like, everything looked normal for the first time in over a year, so I spelt, felt inspired to do something. He said, you know what? I want to pay for everyone's dinner in here. Dang. And not only that, he left a $500 tip for every server in the restaurant. Oh, wow. Not just in general. Not Probably. just general. Split it up. Oh. Every server got 500 smackers. What's this guy do for a living? Dang. How do you get that money? It doesn't say. And they said, how much do you end up spending that night? And he goes, oh, does it really matter? That's his quote. I guess it doesn't. Now, I mean, that's amazing. You got a bribe. Do you think it's amazing? Because you've tried this and you haven't gotten the no, news coverage. It's amazing that every server got $500. Yes, I, I think all of it's amazing, by the way. I think what he did is fantastic. But... Go ahead. A, you got to tell us how much you spent, bud. You got to let us know so we can brag on you a little bit more. And how does he make the news when I did it? Subway and nothing happened. You did but this guy things. did something remarkable. Yeah, well, I did too. I looked around. I was like, wow, these people are hungry. I'm going to do something amazing. And I bought their sub. And- <laughs> Well, you went in and said, told us, I'm going to try to get on the news. Yeah, I did. I said that. And then you bought, what was your total bill for all the people online? I, $26. Right. And oh, wait, wait, wait. You know what? Does it really matter? <laughs> <laughs> but then you also called the news on yourself, right? I did call did the news. Did you tip yeah. the server 500 bucks, 100 bucks, 10 bucks? No, I don't tip at the sub right. shop. They're just, yeah. If you walked into a restaurant and covered everybody and gave every server 50 bucks, that'd make the news. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right, I'll find a small restaurant. Okay. See that? Do you think he went and found a small restaurant? Yeah, I mean, do you think he wanted to make the news? I don't think so. Probably. Okay. That's a good story, though. What's his name? His name is Jim Freeman. Jim Freeman, shout out to you, my friend. That is very, very generous. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Tomorrow on the show, Three Doors Down will be in. And they're going to do songs like, I'm here without you, baby, and you're still on my lonely mind. I'm here without you, baby. All right, that's tomorrow. Now let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Crazy moment when a Utah woman fights off a huge bear and pushes it off a garden wall to save her dogs. A TikTok clip posted online shows a wild black bear with two cubs in tow attempting to enter a Utah woman's walled yard and tussling with her dogs. The woman, identified only as Cousin Haley, rushes to her dog's rescue. It's one of those fight-or-flight times where you're either going to let the dogs get eaten or you're going to fight the bear. In a brave move, because the bear was on top of the wall trying to get over, the woman grabs the bear, and it's a full-grown adult bear, and pushes it back over the wall. It is wild because it's a big bear. Did you watch the video? Mm-hmm. I it's, mean, it's a brick wall. It's like <laughs> one, two, like eight bricks high, like concrete bricks. And the bear's on top the of it. The bear's on top of the wall, literally walking on top of the wall. Crazy. And so, listen, if the bear were on the ground, it, it'd be tough. For sure. Because you're not moving that bear. But because the bear didn't have a lot, the, the, she just shoved him over. The thing I'd be worried about is the bear had cubs in tow, and that's yes. when they get aggressive and mean, hungry, or with their, their Mama babies. Bear. Yeah. So she did. She pushed it off. It's crazy. What would you think about it? Well, I was a little torn on it because uh, the dog kind of started the fight. So Mama Bear's got the cubs, right, walking on the wall. And then the dog comes over here like, rah, 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 rah. So the But the bears, <laughs> they shouldn't be in the yard. Right, come on. It's his world, right? So, so he kind of fights the big one, and the big dog gets hurt. And then the little one, which kind of looks like a poodle, 
Then the little one starts getting brave and goes after the bear, and that's the one that gets like, oh, that's in big trouble. But I don't know. I just felt like Bear was just being Bear protecting the cubs. Bear was in a neighborhood, a residential area, walking on top of they a wall don't in a backyard. Know that. But I'm telling you, they shouldn't be there. <laughs> the bear could then eat it, could attack a human. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I mean, it was crazy that the lady just came out of nowhere and said, oh, that's my dog. Another story, 73% of Americans admit to using their phone either on the toilet or at a urinal. And I read that, and it's 73%. I thought, well, the other 27% are lying. <laughs> How do you do sure. it at a urinal? One hand. Yeah. Same way you would well, you get one hand on the prize, one, one hand on one. the phone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering how you could say that. Do you, okay. Do you, never mind. The number goes up to 93% for those between 18 and 29. Despite the obvious germs that could be on their phones, one out of three say they never clean their phones. I do clean oh, my phone clean mine. every few days. I had Somebody gave me a gift for my birthday where you put your phone on this brick and it cleans it. But I don't know who gave me the gift. They dropped it off the house and didn't put oh. a name on it. And I don't want to say claim it because I don't know who did it and I don't want someone to get it. But I use it. It's awesome. Um, but so most people are sitting on the toilet using their phone. Who doesn't use their phone on the toilet? Exactly. I, I don't go into the bathroom without my phone. Like, that's the first, I gotta go to the bathroom. Where's my phone? Yeah. It would, that's the new book. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you used to put a book on the back of your toilet, but now you don't Take need to because everybody has their phone. Finally, what type of facial hair do you think is most attractive to women, Amy? A beard. Just a, like a big, heavy beard? Uh, it doesn't have to be heavy, but a full beard. Women find men with heavy stubble most attractive. Mm. Okay. In a study published in Evolution and Human, Human Behavior, they say that women like guys with stubble on their face more than any other kind of facial hair. Men with full beards were perceived to be better at parenting, however, but they found men with stubble to be the most attractive. To be the least attractive, it's men with extremely light stubble. Oh. So it's a weird dynamic there where you don't want it light, but you want it not quite beard, but right there in the middle. I would think the mustache is the least attractive. Just a simple mustache? <laughs> Just a simple old school mustache, right? <laughs> Yeah, the the whole stubble thing's tough. My hair doesn't grow in all the way still, mm-hmm. and it's weird. Like I have a scar on my chin from high school football, and it doesn't grow in there. It grows in different colors, different browns, like a little gray spot over but here. But I feel like if you don't shave for like two days, you go from nothing to heavy stubble. Right? There's you don't have an in between, right? Uh, I, I don't like me with facial hair, so you're rarely gonna see it unless yeah. it's like Christmas vacation. You like the beard? Yeah, I like the beard. Eddie, you have the kind of. I kind of have the most attractive uh, heavy uh. stubble. That's kind of what I keep unless you I get lazy. Full, you have a full mustache. The, the bones. I don't mean to. That's. I but mean, you do. It's. It, it just grows. Does I guess that's just my. Grow more than your cheeks. This is all yes. equal. So I shave oh. it all equal, and then this is what comes out heavier: the mustache part. Wow. That's just part of my culture, I guess. You're okay. <laughs> all right. That's the news. Those were Bobby's big stories. It's now time for our segment called "Never Gonna Get It." On the phone is Alora, who lives in Austin, Texas. Alora, tell us something about you. Well, I am a realtor. Nice. So if anyone wants to buy or sell real estate, give me a shout. And how is the real estate market doing in Austin, Texas? Well, it depends on who's asking, but it's absolutely bonkers. I'm exhausted every day, but happier than ever. Exhausted because you're just closing so many deals and you can't count your money fast enough? <laughs> That's what I've heard. Something like that. Nice. I still need that gift card. Okay, so she knows what she's playing for. It's a $100 cash gift card, courtesy of Hyundai, which, by the way, I'm driving a Hyundai Palisade, <laughs> and it's pretty cool. By the way, this this will still uh, travel with Eddie. Yeah, the Hyundai will be the traveling Hyundai. with me. That's right. Yeah. Okay, here's the question. 
The average one of these costs four times as much as it did 25 years ago, but is half the size. What is it? The average one of these costs four times as much as it did 25 years ago, but it's half the size. What is it? All right. So, Laura, we're going to give you a shot here. Oh, Lord. You get to guess first. And if you get it right, you win the money, the end. If you miss it, you get to pick a player, anybody on the show, to to play for you, okay? Okay, well, I definitely trust them more than I trust myself. So, I don't even know if I have a good guess. I'm looking around me right now, and the closest thing to me is a car, but I don't think that that has changed in size too much. Okay, I'll read it one more time here. And and you could even go, hey, I'm going to go with a sock because I don't know and move on if, if you don't have an answer. But here you go. The average one of these costs four times as much as it did 25 years ago, but is half the size. What is it? For 100 bucks, Alora, go ahead. Ooh, well, after a lot of contemplation, I think I'm going to go with a sock. A sock. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you went with a sock. The answer is not a sock. <laughs> so now you have a few players here. You have five people in the room. They've all written their answers down. Um, who feels like they know it? Me. Me. I have a guess. Morgan says she knows it. Oh, wow. Really? Ray, do you feel good about it? Yeah! But don't lie, because sometimes you guys do this little game where you're like, I know it, but then you miss it. You go a sock, you know? Uh, Who feels like they know it? Me. You said don't lie, and I won't lie. This is the hardest one we've ever had. Okay, good. See, a little honesty coming from (laughs) me today. Ray, do you still think you have it? Yes, absolutely. So Ray and Morgan think they have it. Okay, Alora, you get to pick your player here. Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, Morgan number two, or Ray? Gosh, well, based on the track record, I would love to go with Amy, but because of the confidence factor, I kind of want to go with Morgan. And Morgan, back in the day, she's like the OG at being good at the game. She's been on a cold streak lately. But yeah, I'm, I'm normally never. <laughs> that I feel confident. like this could start me back up, though. Okay, uh, we're gonna oh, we're gonna hold off on you. Let's go with Raymundo, who she didn't pick. Raymundo, the average one of these costs four times as much as it did 25 years ago. It's half the size, though. What is it? Give me a wedding. Ooh. Mm. Oh. No. No, no, no. That's interesting, though. But no. Is that what you have, Morgan? No, that's not what I have. Okay. Amy, what do you I have? I really want to know what Morgan has. Well, we'll get Amy. Uh. What we're going to do, Amy, is we're going to get to her at the end. That's what we do. It's crazy. Well, I'm debating between two things. Go ahead. I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. you can say whatever. You can just pick one. Oh, I guess I'll go with TV. A TV? I feel like they're more expensive, but they're a lot skinnier. Oh, skinnier. They're not thinner. Yeah. TVs oh, used to be like a, No, a big okay. screen TV used to be this huge box. Yeah, it's true. Lunchbox. <laughs> well, at first. I wrote down bag of chips because I feel like every bag of chips I buy, there's less and less chips in them, and they're more expensive. Then I scratched that out because I was like, that's dumb. <laughs> and then I we were talking to a realtor on the phone. I thought, houses, because they're a lot more expensive, but they're all pretty much the same size anyway. So then we settled on a phone. Okay. Because okay. you buy that iPhone, it's a lot smaller than that phone you put on the wall back in the day. Oh, okay. I felt like phones used to be so expensive. <laughs> when they first came out, yeah. Eddie? Okay. So I, too, went phone at first. But then I was like, iPhone? Yeah, that, that makes sense. But no, they weren't around 25 years ago, I believe. So I changed my answer to a laptop. A laptop computer used to be fat. 
Remember those? They were huge. Hey, I have computers scratched out. Okay, Come on. You can't have 10 answers scratched I out. Think, I think that's a good one, though. I have everything that could be said <laughs> hey, scratched out. No, so I think Eddie's on the right track. Right, I think we're right. both on yeah, the right track. Y'all could be right. I guess I was just thinking back in the day, something like a laptop and a phone was so rare. Morgan, now she has picked you. A computer. It's not a laptop because there weren't laptops back in the day. It's a computer. 25 years ago, I bet there were laptops. No, there were not laptops. It was a computer and you had a detached keyboard. The average one of these costs four times as much as it did 25 years ago, but it's half the size. Well, we Come all on. went electronics Come except on. for Ray. Well, Lunchbox <laughs> almost went back of chips. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, you're not right. Amy, you're not right. Oh, boo. Okay. Lunchbox, you're not right. Come on! <laughs> That's okay. And Eddie, you have lap. What, what is yours? You laptop. Said laptop. Laptop. Mm. Eddie, you're not right. What? Oh, no. It better not be a computer. Morgan, your answer is officially? A computer. The answer is a bikini. Oh! <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I love it! I love it! Yeah! A bikini? I can't wait to go to the beach. I the mean, average one of these on costs four times as much, and it's about half the size because bikinis were generally yes. bigger then. Oh, yeah, okay. now they reveal a lot more. Well, okay. now the Alora, Alora, Alora. I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm with a sock. Yeah, yeah sock yeah, was actually <laughs> I hate that you didn't win. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you another chance to play tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. But I can only give you one more chance because they already don't like me playing multiple games with people. I just hate to see people lose. So, are you up for... Oh, an- I'm special, too. You are special. Are you up for another game tomorrow, Laura? <laughs> of course, anytime. Okay, so this is Laura. We'll talk to her Yay! tomorrow. So, you know, a couple months. Got my bachelor party. Pretty excited about that. Get a bunch of friends together. We're going to Arkansas. We're going to play some basketball. We're going to just do a whole lot of stuff that I really haven't revealed yet. But Eddie came to me with an idea for the bachelor party because up to this point, I have kept it off Eddie to do anything. I've, I've booked the house that we're staying in, booked the flights. I've done it all because it's just like I don't want anybody to feel the burden. I don't want Eddie to feel the burden. I don't I have mean, to pay for something. I, I appreciate have, that. Right. And so he comes to me and he goes, I have an. <laughs> yeah. So Well, well you got to understand. So he's doing all this stuff, Amy, right? So I'm like, I got I to gotta at least come mm-hmm. up with the events that we're going to do at night. Because we're going to play golf. We're yeah. going to play sports. We have a whole thing. But Eddie wants to come up with night events. And so pitch it to Amy like you did me. Sure. Amy, look at me. So the first night we get there, right, we got all our friends. We have a bucket with everyone's names in it. My kids have boxing gloves that they got for Christmas. I take the boxing gloves. We pick two of our friends, and we're going to do fight night. (laughs) So they fight it out, and everyone bets on who the winner is going to be. Is this legal? There's sports. There's gambling. There's yeah. drawn from a bucket. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be like underground fighting. But, I mean, it's really us friends just having and fun. And Caitlin freaks out when Bobby returns home with a broken nose. Well, that, I worried about that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. I just thought it was a dumb idea to begin with. <laughs> so I didn't even get that far. Or your teeth get knocked out. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Eddie. I'm listening. Okay. So how, how much fun would that be? Like, really? No, what? no. You're missing the question. She's asking you a question. What, what, Am I exempt? Yeah, because he Do has I get to, to sit in a good. throne and just bet? It's like on a Gladiator mm-hmm. when he does his throat slit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Joaquin Phoenix. I'm like, okay, I don't like Eddie right now. Kill him. See, I, I do think that since it's your party, you're the one getting married, you may be exempt from it. So mm-hmm. for Bobby's bachelor party, he sits and watches his friends fight? <laughs> fight. Like, yes. I don't, that's... Bones, that is this not really so weird. Cool? <laughs> you love it, don't I'm you? I'm creeped out. That would be hilarious <laughs> yeah. but awful. 
Like uh, we can't. There's no way we're doing no. that. No. Somebody would get into a real fight. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, people will get mad. Okay, well, I'm just brainstorming okay. here, so I guess we'll think more about that. And honestly, one. I haven't given Eddie a lot of avenue to create stuff. Again, I, he doesn't even have a list of people who are coming in. No. Hey, what about what Here's about what a little Vegas bit I don't night. want. I don't want everybody like getting on a little group text with me not in it and being like, oh, we should do this. And all of a sudden. Well, what if we do there, a group text with everyone? There's a group text for Caitlin's. Great, she's but not she on. trusts you guys. Okay. I don't trust these guys. What do you mean? Fight night. Dude, okay. Hey, this is what's going to happen. All, right. all of a sudden, I show up and they're like, well, we've all talked about it for a week. <laughs> let's let's get fight night going. That sounds stupid. Oh, we'd love that. I did hit Caitlin up. I saw a TikTok where these people, like the guy is standing up. You guys know the wheelbarrow you used to do with somebody when they put their hands on the yes. ground and yeah. grab their feet? So there's a TikTok where you, that you have their legs and you flip them and they land on their feet. And I said, hey, because Caitlin is extremely athletic, more of an athlete than I am. And I still feel like I'm pretty good. But she is so athletic. And I said, hey, we should do this because you can easily do this. I said, or I'll do it. And she's like, are you telling me we're just a couple months away from our wedding and you want to do flips for a TikTok? And if one of us lands on our face and we break something, we <laughs> I was like, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, we probably shouldn't like do that. Yeah. What are you guys talking about in Caitlin's little side message? Well, I can't say because oh. it's a it's surprise things. Do you guys need to take a nude picture of me so you can play pin the wiener on the picture? Nope. Oh. You're not doing wiener stuff, are you, Amy? <laughs> No. Okay. I mean, she's not I a ma- wiener girl. Well, right. no, but, but I had wiener stuff at my I bachelor, know, which, was weird. At, which was weird. My friend Jill made wiener ice cubes, and your mom and she, was my there. mom ice and my mother in law were at part of it. And Jill was walking around offering ice cubes to freshen up people's drinks, and she offered a little wiener cube to my mother in law, and it was so awkward. This is why this is one of the last segments of the day here, and the- <laughs> I'm going to look up boob ice cubes. No, no, I don't want anything like sure? that. Okay. I don't want anything like that. Oh. Okay. Nothing, right. nothing. Man, this is tough. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from India. A man thought it was really funny because he has a YouTube channel. He wants to get a lot of hits. So he tied a bunch of helium balloons to his dog and he sent him airborne. And as the dog's oh, going no. up, boom, hits a balcony. Boom. Oh, no. Oh, the dog that's... was hitting the balcony? Yeah, but... He was okay. They caught him at the top, but police arrested him for animal cruelty. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Amy. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's awful. Did he post that, though? Is yeah, that he, why he posted bu- the video, so he got busted because he put uh, balloons around his pet dog named Dollar and sent him up in the air, and... I mean, we did that once years ago. But we faked what? it. it a was fake a dog. We act like it was my dog. Puppy. <laughs> I mean, dude, this is probably 13 years or so ago. Longer. And then people were... Spo- was it longer? Oh, yeah. Then people were spotting him floating over. And That's calling, a funny bit. And calling, yeah. <laughs> we did some dumb stuff back in the day. Oh, man. We did not get arrested for animal cruelty because it wasn't a real animal. Good. And we weren't cruel to it. There you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I'm headed up to St. Louis today to do some work with Purina and their service dog campaign. It's something I've been involved in for the last couple of years where they pay to have dogs trained and raised and it's expensive as we know to have a service dog and to train it and they give it to vets with PTSD and so I'm gonna go do that today that's my plan you I have more therapy today and then yeah I don't know I need to look at my calendar are you keeping the doctor away therapy a day no well it's not a therapy (laughs) there's different kinds of therapy yeah (laughs) all for different things so yeah maybe something like that Eddie, I, I was thinking about you. I know that you still don't have all of your smell back yeah, I'm, from I'm, COVID. I'm convinced ever since I got COVID that I'm just not going to get 100% of my smell back. I'd say about I'm about 80% 
but you can still feel the 20% not there. Yeah. So, so like, it, I'm telling you, back in the day, if there was, like, and I use this example all the time, if there was a campfire, I could smell it from, like, oh, I see it, and I can smell it, too. Now, I can see it, and I still don't smell it. I got to put my nose right up to the flame and be like, well, there's the campfire. Wow. So, like, I mean, I could just smell things around the house, and now I can't. Was it you talking about Kirk Harp Street? Yeah. So, he tweeted the other day. That he got COVID five months ago, and he still hasn't gotten his smell or his taste back. Five months. Five months. That's, I mean. Taste. That's so hard. Here's what he wrote. Been five months since I tested positive for COVID. Still can't taste or smell. Anyone else experienced this? Did it ever come back? Haven't tasted a meal since late December. After five months, is this my new normal, or will taste and smell come back? Here's Here's the bad news. You don't get to taste good food anymore. Here's the good news. You don't have. You can be as ripped as you want. Eat, eat only nutrients. Yeah, you're not chasing that pizza, that flavor anymore. I don't know if I feel bad for. I mean, I, that, I do. Yeah, I think I do if I had to weigh it, but they're still pretty good. <laughs> um, let's see, I'm just reading the comments here. I mean, that stinks. Five months, no taste or smell. I, he's the first person I've heard of that happening to. Like just of people that have commented to me. It says someone is a. It says, hi, Kirk. I'm a nurse practitioner and I've treated hundreds of patients with COVID. That loss of taste smell is likely an inflammation of a nerve in your nose. It can take quite some time to go away. Yeah, five months so far. Dang. That's crazy. He doesn't have either all the yeah. way. Everybody got affected differently. Dang. Don't forget on tomorrow's show, we will have three doors down on. They will be performing. It's going to be awesome. Uh, thank you, guys. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, and Bobby Bones, show.